0: Oh, no, it's good.
1: All right, welcome to episode 130 of those millennials podcast and YouTube show. I am a humble, grateful, extremely thankful host, K. the Classic. I'm here with my nearest and dearest, my boys and friends in real life. Real, here oh, Real, how you doing? How you feeling? What's Gucci, man? Space is here, obviously, always. Um, no, Jesse again, me and Real, Sus- suspended. You <laughs> like to call it, say he's suspended. Um, uh, so. You want? I bet you're wondering why you're hearing from us uh, a day before in your podcast feed or your YouTube uh, subscription <coughs> feed. Uh, well, there's many reasons for that. One reason is for re, one reason is because <laughs> Rel and I couldn't wait to talk to talk about the Scoot Henderson and Victor Oladipo matchup. The other reason is because Rel has a Lakers game to attend tomorrow. But everything's all good. Uh, we're, we made it work, and, and we're here. So first and foremost. I would like to thank, as always up top, thank the for our first time and last time listeners, thank you to all our new subscribers, we appreciate you guys on YouTube we finally reached 50 subscribers on YouTube but keep. Keep the pressure we we we're not satisfied, we want to get to that big hundred and obviously when we get to 100 we most likely we'll we'll do another giveaway, you know, because uh, that's how we are that's how it goes. Um, you Might show do love. like a
0: concert with me or something.
1: Well, what, what the concert entail with you. Get to go to, you know how
0: fun it is going to a fucking concert. It is with me. No, please tell me. It's pretty fucking fun. It's pretty fucking fun. I like it. Is that? I'm sure you like it. I'm sure.
1: Backstage passes. Uh, Okay. Um. Uh. But yeah, thank you. Like you know, I always say you guys uh make make us doing this pod possible. Like you know, it's just it's a. it's really cool that people actually listen and watch us uh, and do what we do because we've been going on five years of podcasting now, bro. Do you realize that shit?
0: Five years! Think, wow. Think,
1: think about that shit. Five years of podcasting. Um. All right. So uh, obviously we're gonna talk about our game experience at the with the G League uh, G League United Victor Wembenyama. Uh Rail's gonna give us his thoughts on uh Diddy's uh interview at the Breakfast Club. Him and his uh well, Diddy's he finally spoke out about Mace again and they're back and forth. Um We're gonna talk about the final Black Panther trailer. Um there was one more thing that Rail wanted to get on, but I can't remember. And obviously, we got our not list, and then we're gonna talk about our millennial thoughts. Um but first I'm gonna get on. To, I'm gonna get, go ahead and get to the not list. Uh, please, please, uh, this not list was—it's not some of my best work. Uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and, and say it up top. But uh, I think this is this still falls under a pretty good, solid not list. So, for those who are not hip and who are new to the show, first of all, welcome. Second of all, um, the not list is basically how it sounds. It's a list of composed of topics of stuff that technically we're not going to talk about but it gives us an excuse to kind of talk about it that's basically what it is so starting off the Nautilus Number one up top we're not talking about Tom Brady and his divorce with Giselle we don't do that here.
0: Tom Brady moved to Florida became a city boy. <laughs>
1: uh, best wishes to all parties involved, there are kids involved. Um, shout out to Tom, shout out to Giselle. Um, you know, thoughts and prayers. Uh, we are not talking about Lion Gate green lighting a movie about Dennis Rodman in his 48 hours in Las Vegas. <laughs> Even though when that movie comes out, sign me up. <laughs> sign me up for the 48 hours in, with Dennis Rodman in Vegas. Um, We are not talking about JT and Cardi B's beef on Twitter, we, we stay out of girls business for the most at least I do real likes to be a, a little thotty and talk about girls business but i'm not we don't talk about girls business on this. Podcast. Well, I
0: treat everybody equally so i'm in everybody business so men, <laughs> women, animals. Okay, all right.
1: Um, so we are not talking about I know this one, I have to pull up so excuse me for a second, we are not talking about. Uh, billboard composed of li- b- composed a list of a wish list of songs that they want Rihanna to perform for the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. For, I'm sorry, not for All-Star. I'm, I'm sorry. For the Super Bowl halftime show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this is the list that they composed of. Uh, p- uh, Please Don't Stop the Music S uh, slash SOS. Solid. Mm-hmm. Solid. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind hearing that. Uh and Okay. Eh. i'm the same way too real Eh. yeah i'm a real and there too rude boy look no disrespect to rude boy but don't play that song for the super bowl halftime that that again we should be thankful that rihanna even she's definitely gonna do rude boy she's definitely uh, we can bet we can you want to make a gentleman's bet off of that
0: you don't think she is
1: i don't think she's gonna do rude boy
0: it's one of her biggest songs
1: um that bitch better have my money so you just you just killed my lead so stay is on the list stay should never be played at a super bowl halftime i don't think it's one of those songs that played should be played during the super bowl that shit is hot um needed me yes good job Billboard. needed me definitely should be played at you sing, what, what sing needed me go ahead
0: needed
1: me i just
0: yeah, exactly. wanted you, want you to sing it <laughs> Pretty much, I really think she should just um just do anti, you know.
1: Uh no. Uh, she has everybody who does Super Bowl does their like hits hits. What are you talking about? Um, a so, Super Bowl show
0: just for anti is cool with me.
1: I, I'm I'm sure it's cool for you, but it, this is her first time popping out, so like it's gonna be, it's gonna be of uh, Rihanna's favorite hits. That's like that's kind of how this is her first time popping out. In how long?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Uh Eminem medley with the monster and love the way you lie. I kind of like that idea.
0: No. What? Why? I want Eminem at the I don't want Eminem not to have Eminem nothing to do with this. Just I don't 15 think this, minutes. I don't of think Subo
1: on a bat. But you want but you want ASAP there, but you don't want Eminem. Yeah, fuck no. That I don't agree with.
0: Anyway. More ASAP music, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was there last year. I agree with that, but who, who eminem has like brianna's biggest songs uh obviously um jay-z medley with uh some they these idiots put that talk that talk i don't ever play talk that talk at the super bowl uh you should you should definitely run this town in umbrella that's what she should run but don't bring out um don't bring out a certain other artist for running this town just just play just do the first the first verse and just do rihanna's chorus do the chorus, do the first verse, do the chorus again, and then we're not doing the, the last verse. You know song. what?
0: But for the last for, for Ye's verse, we should just let the world rap it. Or we just we're, we're just not gonna we're not gonna even talk just about just it. just 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 put the mic and let the world rap it across America, and we all re- I bet I guarantee you we know that more than the national anthem.
1: Obviously, uh, and also on the list, apparently we're not talking about Kanye West and um his um new antics in Paris, and I'll just leave it at that um also on the list for uh billboard we found love do you think we find love should be played we found love i don't think so
0: we found love in a hopeless place that's the yeah. song calvin harris it's one of our
1: biggest songs yeah i don't think so so the problem i have with this list where the fuck is wild thoughts
0: <laughs> that's
1: not gonna th- be what what no Wild. i we can bet Anybody who's listened to this podcast, we can bet. I bet a hundred dollars. I don't bet cash
0: currency at this point we, in my life. Okay, we can bet the Zelda's cash up nigga. What you saying? I don't bet money. I bet dinners and bottles. My money bets casinos in Vegas, bro.
1: But but you, you bet the, to the casinos for money all the time. I said dinner and bottles. That's all I want. <laughs> I a hundred percent believe. She's doing why? The why? Because it's one of her biggest newer songs, mm. and it was a smash for so long. Mm. And it's probably like the yeah, it's probably her last hit. It's like the hit before she went away. Mm. And I'm mm. saying went away like she was gone. She just stopped doing music. um But yeah, so uh, Billboard do better on the list. I mean, this is a cool Billboardy poppy list, but I think Rihanna has way more in her bag than this. um. We didn't even talk about like uh real what what's the, you just suggested a song too, but I can't remember what you just said. Oh, uh bitch better have my money. Um I don't know why she wouldn't do po up Work. Work. Yeah. I don't know why she wouldn't umbrella. do work. I, I said umbrella.
0: But yeah. Pretty much you should just do anti. Low no key. That's what she really that's what we really want. No key. All right, the and then him. No Drake Medley list. No,
1: no Drake Medley list. Uh And then finally, uh, we are not talking about Dwight Howard going on, uh, all the smoke and actually basically challenging Shaquille O'Neal to a roast. Um, actually, I think that'd be funny. I think I do want to see that, to be honest with you. I don't know how they would do that, but I think that'd be cool. And, uh, speaking of all the smoke, I don't know if real wants to talk about this, but before we get to. The game, the matchup that Rail and I want to talk about, the game that we went to last night. Um I do want to say some quick thoughts about Rachel Nichols popping back outside. Uh she went on the podcast, did a special podcast with the she all the Showtime too. Yes, popped out back outside with the Showtime guys, uh uh Stack Jack and um Matt Barnes did a quick little episode talking about the, the incident, the famous incident that happened with her and Maria Taylor and how ESPN was how they was basically somebody at espn was basically watching her um i for myself obviously i've never thought took in rachel to be a racist or anything of that sort i i do think for whatever reason and this happens in music as well um that especially women at a, a company as big as espn for whatever reason they pin each other against each other and in rachel's contract she was promised to host the finals and for whatever reason i mean i know the reason but espn decided to uh kind of go against that and suggest to rachel maybe you should let maria taylor host the finals when it was in her contract to host the finals but um yeah man i I just like like i said i i it's unfortunate what what that what happened when transpired between those two uh rachel said she tried to uh she reached out to uh, her multiple times not only through her herself she had some of her colleagues reach out to her and talk about how she was apologetic and she wanted to apologize and she even apologized on again on the on the podcast that just maria just you know she doesn't want to hear it and that's it. she has a right she doesn't want to talk to her she doesn't want anything to do with her so that's just you know one of those situations um but yeah i'm happy rachel's with showtime i'm happy because i just i think she's she's been she's done this for you know for the for 25 years you know so it's it's really um cool that she's gonna be back with showtime it's such a like a fun new basketball property because they're doing new basketball. obviously all the smoke is killing it and um now they got trace Mcgrady over there they got Allen iverson over there too which is crazy um so yeah man Showtime basketball Showtime sports uh their basketball division is gonna be really doing some cool stuff so I'm, I'm excited to see how that's gonna go because you guys know how I, you know all of all of us pay attention to the, the the media side of this shit because that's what we aspire to be um all right real it's time we put it off enough this is why we're here this is what we, we came to talk about um yesterday was a special special event and i'm not just saying that to hype mm-hmm. overhype it mm-hmm. i'm not i'm mm-hmm. trying i i i try i'm trying my best not to overhype it but it mm-hmm. yesterday was literally and i told i told my girl this yesterday was probably the best sporting event i've been to mm. if i could say sporting event it's probably the best sporting event i've ever went to mm. um so out here in henderson well out here in henderson nevada uh victor wambayama and the uh metro 92 which is a france team uh it was victor wambayama's first time touching soil in the us played his first us game out here in henderson nevada against another number one prospect which rail we'll get to in a bit uh scoot henderson in a exhibition game that did not feel like an exhibition game,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, uh, Rell and I got in there hella early, hour early. Uh, Rell, if you want to talk about some of the people that we saw,
0: mm-hmm. so. oh, when we first walked up, we um we saw the GM of the Hornets literally just standing outside playing cornhole, and we kind of knew right then and there that kind of set the tone for what kind of night it was going to be. Um, we saw Mark J Spears. Um, we saw Bones. You're um, literally
1: saying in order to keep going. You're doing good.
0: You're doing Malik, saying in order. We, we saw the people <laughs> Malik, with Malik Rose, uh, yeah. Sharif, Sharif Abdul Rahim. Okay, of course, the Ignite player, Sharif, you know. But, um, you know, we saw Asia and and, and uh, Beja, as I like to call her. Um, uh, tell, the audience, tell it, the audience why you like to call her Beja Wilson because we're gonna be together once the podcast blows up. Um, okay. She's waiting on me. Um, and and Chelsea Gray shout out champions in the house. Yeah. Uh, we saw everybody, yeah. But like I said, this from the beginning, when we saw when I say I was talking to um um Matt about this earlier, I was like, um, I said the number of scouts we saw. I said from Indiana, Sacramento, Timberwolves. Like, and when I say we saw Tayshawn Prince. At the end of the night. And Loki, he looked at it because he recognized from summer league. He was like, Hey, didn't I see all that till summer? But um, we saw you so stupid. And, 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 Tayshaun, and so just this is a schematic scouts. It was insane. I've never like I, I, I've never been a part of anything like that. So you're right, it might have been it, it's up there. And to see to know the spectacle of the, the status of which these two players are gonna go one and two. I don't I don't know if the only two th- I think the only two drafts that could probably top this is maybe Durant, Odin, or maybe Ja and Zion. Um but this 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 was huge, bro. Like you could feel it. It felt it felt different. Like it it was different.
1: And I'm if I'm being pre- completely honest, so uh I, you know, I don't I don't I don't like to cap it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't sold out by any stretch of the managing. So no. like, I don't want to, I don't want to give the,
0: but it was still uh, personal. I don't want
1: to, I don't want to give the illusion that it was a sold out crowd. Cause not nah, me and Rel, Rel and I at rail Rel and I had pretty solid seats, but like literally courtside, basically on the floor. And we decided to because it was a good seat to the seats were great to see players coming in and out. See, you know, that's how we, we, we saw uh, uh, Rick Barry, not Bones. Bones. Um, um that's how we saw Sharif Abdul Rahim. That's how we saw Sharif. Uh, Sharif O'Neill. Um, obviously, uh, Scoop passed by us multiple times going in and out of the tunnel because we were a right bunch, bunch, bunch of scouts. Bunch of scouts. Bunch um, of scouts. Jazz,
0: jazz personnel all over the fucking place. Yeah. Um, it was cool though. Low key, well, we, shout, jazz personnel. It was actually cool when they yeah, came through. Yeah,
1: they were. Uh, but um, we decided to move at the second half of the game because they were better. Like to watch the game seats. Um, but yeah, so real like I I mean I I said it on my Instagram and in my Instagram stories. If you didn't check it out, we literally saw an extraterrestrial and I actually shortchanged him. The man is seven four without shoes, and I I said he was seven two. Um. Uh I'm and and also so me also saying that it's one of the best uh sporting events I've ever been to is because I'm glad I was present because based off what everybody was posting, Bleach Report, the NBA, uh uh Ringer, uh, you know, all the media outlets that were posting because there was the first time they was able to get actual good footage of him because a lot of the time the stuff that was you know, it's just overseas. He's he's in France, you know.
0: Um he had a game first Chet Holmgren and Jaden Ivey. That was the last time he really played against anybody. Right, right.
1: Um, But uh, seeing it up close and personal and then just like how everybody was, again, you know, I'm not, we'll, and we'll talk about how we feel about the, the two gentlemen too, but I'm liking that we're just talking about just the moment, like we were actually at an NBA moment that I think you and I will probably remember forever that the first time like this, this was like one of those moments that we'll probably never forget. But like- That's very true. Um, I think that how the in, the internet portrayed it is wrong. Cause like what you and I saw like, yeah, Vic, Victor went out there and balled, but Scoot was no slouch. And I think and, you know, me and you echo a little bit of the same thing. School gave a fuck the entire night. So much, this, so much so that in the second half, I mean, before the second half, he was like woofing at the bench, woofing at the guy's bench. He was already talking, but he was like, he was already knocking down jump shots and staring down the bench talking shit because they were up 20, like almost 15 points by, the, by, by halftime. Mm-hmm. But you don't see that because everybody's just checking for Victor's numbers, which again are pressing as fuck. He went out there and balled. He was. But literally Victor's, an second alien. Victor's, Victor's second, second half, Victor's
0: second half, was better than his first half because his first half wasn't that great. But overall, I think I overall I'm impressed equally with both. Like. I came away like no, tell, mean, so tell
1: so tell 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 the audience what you told me and how and how you feel about about the prospects. Go I personally
0: would take Scoot Henderson over Victor Wameyama. And then here's why. That's what he said. And, and and because there is a lot that comes along with a player seven four. what I saw from Scoot Henderson. He got that dog in him. I'm talking about double hazy step back. I'm leaving you here. I'm gonna pull it in your face over you seven four, even though Victor did get him in the first quarter, and that was the highlight that they showed on ESPN, but they didn't show when he got when he got Victor and dropped him or when he Euroed around Victor. I've never seen a high a guard, he's basically a high school guard, he's polished. Six two. I don't even think Derek Rose that's, was as polished when he came out of high school. He said to go to the year of Memphis. That's the that's the word that everybody
1: was continuously using, describing Victor. There was, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Scoot Henderson. He is the most eighteen. He's eighteen years old. He's the most polished guard that they've seen since CP3.
0: But CP wasn't this athletic. The fact that he got his own get made sure everybody else ate. And, I mean, I don't know about him defensive. Defense, I, I, defense. You got. I can't remember, I, like, yeah. I liked what I saw defensively
1: too. I I see it. I I, I, I could. I see it. He's 6'2", Yeah. So in, in switching sets
0: is going to be an issue. But he gets the fuck. And it's not saying that Victor Wimayama isn't going to be special because if he can just do like I said, I've never seen a player affect a game with five block shots. The fact that he had five block shots and hit seven threes, and then no, only two players have ever. He, he would have been only the second player in the history of NBA who ever done that. The only other player, strangely, is Danny Green. Do you ever have five blocks in a game in oh, seven shout threes? To Danny Green. 2014, he's Spurs. He did it with the Spurs. Um, but he did that, and he affects the game so much. My only thing is Victor Wembanyama. He's already injured a lot. I don't know how much muscle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much muscle he's going to add. And and I don't know if he's going to be Porzingis. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a shot block at Porzingis that can shoot threes because in between his his shot selection I don't know like I said he shot a lot of threes last night I don't know if I don't know if he's gonna ever want to learn how to post up I mean we saw him in the pinch post a little bit he uh, uh I wanted to
1: catch one of his vids where he posted up a smaller defender there's I mean okay so we, we talked a lot so I, I'm, I want to break down because we you talked about both I want to kind of talk about one and then talk about the other because both of them are that special so I want to just like give them both the proper breakdown of their games at least for what I've saw obviously I've watched both YouTube videos on both guys I've seen more Henderson videos than uh scoot Henderson videos than Victor Banyama um but I'll start with with Victor women I'll just start with him um I told you in the car I I mean I I don't think there's ever been a player like him in the NBA. I think he's literally a one of one. There's there's some diet KD in there. There's some diet AD in there. There's some diet. Go bear. Go bear in there. Miles Turner. There's some. Uh, there's some diet Dirk Nowitzki in there. Where do you see that at? Uh, I think he can can shoot over everybody. Yes, Um, I think, and again, I'm not just saying this to hype it because, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like everybody else where there's like, oh, it's just for sure. Number one, we'll We'll, we'll, we'll see. There's time, Um, but his he is a legit seven four without shoes. He is a one of one. I he's one of those players where it's like. Again, based off what I saw, he doesn't necessarily need a bag. Like KD actually has like a small bag package. Victor Wimbayama is seven to four and he doesn't really have a bag, at least from what I saw. Um, but he really doesn't need one yet. The shit that like he drives in the lane. yeah and, and then like so what I was telling you where I felt like Scoot was giving a fuck. Uh Wimbayama started giving a fuck, like you said in the second half. Cause I told you that uh no disrespect to anybody. I don't know any of the other players on the uh His guards on the Metro ninety two. His guards uh, are terrible. I I compared it to uh Ben Simmons on LSU where it was just like Ben is playing with a whole bunch of guys that are like cool, but he's like give sheesh, I'm like alright, I gotta do what I gotta do and then get me out of here. I'm I'm I i am i do not necessarily care about winning. Um <clears throat> I think I mean, the word unicorn is used a lot, obviously, but um, he is a unicorn. He uh, Dave Duncan was talking about this, and I heard Kevin O'Connor talked about this, too. He c- doesn't really even know what to do defensively yet, and he affected, so he got seven blocks, right? Seven? Five. Five blocks. The amount of shots he affected two was ridiculous like I don't even think it was comprehensible like how many guys were intimidated just to go up it was because Scoot. so Scoot ended with uh uh finished what what nine assists right
0: mm-hmm. he's finished with nine five rebounds Scoot, 29 Scoot, points
1: scoop could have had at least 14 13 assists because he was dropping dimes to, mm-hmm. to some of his bigs off and they were just fumbling the ball mm-hmm. you you me you and I were sitting behind a guy who was completely talking shit about their their white big? Who kept on fumbling the ball when he kept he kept dumping off it to him? I forgot that you kept calling him Cole Aldridge. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he uh... said, "He, he said you should be a Gonzaga." <laughs> <laughs> but because, you know what? But you know what? I would say for Victor Williams, the things that I really love, that I think that you know he did—he walked down into a three, and that's scary. Right? Like, he walked it down yes. on your ass. And then and then he came down and he pick and pop, and I realized like, like me as a basketball junkie and nerd, I always like damn, like imagine if you had a nigga like Chris Paul to set screen like that coming off a screen to drop him five to six easy ones a game if you get you a chris paul if he if you were to get him a, he's going to score if he would get him a, a, a any type of an elite point guard he's going to get 10 to 12 points off i don't of think his.
1: he's going to be a roll guy but i mean he but he's definitely going to be a pick and pop guy but
0: um yeah, but, but here's the thing though he can roll because you can throw it at the rim
1: yeah yeah because he's tall but i i get it but like you know I, i'll talk to that but I already think right now he's special defensively. Like
0: he's he'd be defensive this year.
1: He's to Kimbe Matumbo, Anthony Davis talented defensively. Like that alone. He is that at that level now.
0: And I think he's a better a better shooter than Carl Anthony Towns at the same
1: And and like what I was trying to pay attention to because a lot he he was, a lot of time he was just you know uh, he played a lot of weak side uh, he was around the pain a lot. Uh, Scoot got him out in space and obviously Scoot is expo- Scoot is explosive as fuck. He's you know he's he's a he's one of the he's an explosive guard. Um, I wanted to see if like you know how, how was how was Victor's feet and from what I saw from what I gathered he was cool. You can put him in switching sets and he's so long that even if he gets beat. <laughs> it don't fucking matter
0: he's one of those like oh I'm gonna let you beat
1: me because it doesn't matter
0: his arm what, what is his wingspan eight Seven, eight, I feet? Was like eight feet that's insane I mean he's gonna cover everything I mean it's, but
1: it's um yeah so and then so that was that was that was my observation about Victor Wamiyama one of one I think alien <laughs> just We've never seen anything like, oh, Giannis too. Uh Diet Giannis too. Just because of the body type. Not obviously Giannis when he first came in the league. Diet Giannis too. Um, that's the guy I was forgetting. Uh, Scoot Henderson. The the word polish cannot be stressed enough. Um, when I first saw highlights of him, and obviously you're just watching YouTube because like I didn't watch any games of him, I haven't seen him in person yet. Um you know, I saw the explosiveness. I saw the poise. I saw the passing ability. I didn't really see the jump shot, the, a reliable jump shot. But um, it, it was undersold. It was undersold, man, because I, I feel like um, from what I saw, obviously, he took uh, the, the the quote that went viral of, with Victor say, basically saying, if I wasn't born, he, he'd be in the number one will pick that I think that was just blown out of portions. But um he uh I think Scoot is in any other year a very 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 valid number one overall pick. He, he almost classes on, on his own. If he wasn't going against an alien in this year's in the next year's draft, he you'd be really good. Because again, I'm just talking about some stuff. There's some Chris Paul in there. There's some Steve Fat. There's some Steve Francis in there. I'm not gonna say he's he's not Derrick Rose, uh, uh,
0: John ja Moran. No, he uh, he's not he's not. He's
1: not that athlete. So like, don't get it twisted. But there's some Steve Francis athleticism in there. Yeah, there's there's. But some my fat. thing is, I would say this, His, and that's another thing. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you, uh, Space. Uh, yeah, he's not. He's not Russell Westbrook. His favorite player, though, is Russell Westbrook, which I thought mm-hmm. was interesting.
0: Brody. But my debate, but my, the, when I take away from school, the reason why I would take him number one is because he has. <laughs> he's the. He's the <laughs> I've never seen a player with this much speed be able to set people up control. The, the way he does. This, the, the stopping go on pace. him oh, yeah. the is one he, insane. The the stop button he
1: put on Victor yeah. Wambiyama in the first half when he attacked the rim. No, because he's
0: definitely faster than JK, but I don't yeah, think he's faster he's looking than for But, but And JK also, was 6'8, and he, he yeah.
1: used the 6'8.
0: No, 6'6. Six, and six,
1: well, right.
0: and a, a, yeah, 6'6. Six, six. And one thing I would impressed with Scoot is that he's a better shooter than I thought he was going to be. He's going to be okay. He's, he's going right. to be okay shooting. He's basically, to me, he. Like I said, I don't know. I feel like a really good point guard helps people eat when they when they can. When they start off that game and a couple passes he threw to people, I said, damn, if you were able to play basketball at a higher level, you would have made that and, and caught that. That's what really is what it was said. So the fact that I believe he's gonna average 20 and 10. Easily he can average 20 and 10. And I believe he has Oh, let me
1: let me ask you this real quick. So I know it's it's uh, I don't even like doing this, but I, I think since we, we saw it in person, I think this is valid to ask. Uh, and a little valid, and obviously this is, we're, we're seeing way into the future. I'm predicting way, 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 way in the future. Ceiling for Victor Wimanyama.
0: What's the ceiling for you? I, I don't think we can put a ceiling. We've never seen <laughs> it. Before. I would say Kareem with, with threes.
1: Okay. So, but like, uh, best player in the league, defensive player of the year, MVP mm-hmm. caliber. What, what, no, what I mean, mean, okay,
0: the ceiling, yeah, MVP, MVP, multiple MVP championship, caliber? multiple defensive player of the year, MVP. Yeah, definitely. Okay, because because he can score eighteen points with somebody else's work. Because I'm gonna set a screen and I'm gonna roll. Oh, you forgot kick out. Oh shit! Three num- tip back num- dunks.
1: Number one option on a on a championship team. Yes. 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 Okay, I'm not that quite as high, but this it, it could change. So, like I said, I'm just as early, 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 stressed on the early predictions. I do see defensive player of the year in the future. I see multiple time All Star. I see. Uh, I could possibly see number one option. I'm not sure on the championship
0: team, but if he's I with see AD, one option. if AD cared about defense, he'd be Victor Yamba. No, so 80 all of a sudden doesn't care about defense. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um uh so for, for Scoot, uh I see I see All-Star. I see All-Star, uh uh not All-Star starter.
0: I do. You see all-star starter? I think he could be a top five player in the league at one point. He had that kind of game, he got that dog in him. I'm high on Scoot. I am. I'm talking about, I'm I'm buying all the school, I'm I'm buying all the school stock, and I'm telling you, I'm keeping it. Whoever gets him, they're going to get the best, I think they're getting the best player in the draft. I think It's it's so much you're going to have to do for Victor Womanyama. Yeah, like, you're not, the whole thing is, yeah, he's the best prospect since LeBron James, but I don't know if he's going to affect the game how you want him to. Like, your record ain't going to change when he's there. You can still get your ass beat with him on the team. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because. You know, but but I believe with Scoot, Scoot's one of these guards that only comes uh, on, on around a certain time. It's going to change your franchise, even though they say guards come. That there's so many; it's a guards league. But you have to get the special guards. So that's why they still. So I believe Scoot is that special guard, and I, and I'm not saying that, that 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 Victor's going to be a bust because I want to see him do well, yeah, yeah. and I think and I think he's going to be a multiple time All Star and an MVP at some point. I just love. Scoot to me is just a surefire pick. Like it's just you just know he just got that dog in him. Agreed. Um, I mean, first play the game. He's clapping. Yeah, he's, he's, he's talking, talking shit. I agree with he, that. He, he mad. He anytime you take it personal and something that don't mean shit to you nowadays with anything you like, you can write it off. His uh his family
1: section was going wild the entire game, too. His and his pops was 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 a little OD.
0: Um, mm. Anthony Edwards is 6'8". eight. Well, but one year, yeah. But but also one year at Georgia, nobody really even really knew. Like they weren't high on him. They knew he was good, but people were questioning for Lamelo at, up until like up until that draft.
1: Um, and then uh, we can kind of close on this topic and then move on. But I, I just if I'm any of the teams that are gonna suck this year, even if so. Rail named some of the teams, obviously, that were there. So if you're the Utah fucking Jazz, trade everybody that you think is going to win you games. What are you fucking doing? This is the year to get rid of any and everybody on your squad that is going to win you games. I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead. I got one point to make. The ultimate winner, I think, from yesterday, the Lakers. We weren't there yesterday. And let me tell you why. All these bad teams in Indiana, you calling for these picks. You need to be sucking. You need to be sucking. So the Utahs, the Indianas, anybody, I don't even know what the fuck the Raptors scouts are doing there. The Raptors, like, you know, You're know, you not getting either one of them. Uh, I don't even know why. But – for all the players like like on the Utahs or any team who who's leveling around the, the luxury tax that $134 million and or or you wanna uh get off, you will be not giving up those picks, just take Russell Westbrook and take, bro. That's the biggest winner, is that Rob is proven to be smarter than all of us.
1: Um I don't even know what to respond to that. Uh, Do you
0: not see my point? Why would we trade Indiana picks? You're going to want to want Victor Wamayama. You're not going to send Miles Turner home. We're not going to give you both of those picks. Cut it out, Indiana. You'll come back begging like dogs in a couple weeks because because Buddy and them, they're going to try to win some games. They're going to want one of these two picks. They're going to they're going to want Scoop. Or that's the biggest winner is the Lakers because we're not going to have to go. The, the, the Lakers is 25 and 27. What are you talking about? But I'm saying, no, teams are asking these high prices for these players that they're renting. They're asking for picks that they don't even matter to them when they should be tanking, is my point. You know, so, you know, so it's like you have players you don't even want, like Utah. Well, you know, you wouldn't give us Bogdanovich for that, but you traded him for, you know, the scrap she did or the, whatever the deal is. I'm just saying the price for these teams. The price for these teams is going to come down because they're going to want to, they're going to need to suck. Prime example, the Magic. They got a lot of talent. They got a lot of talent on that roster. Wendell Carter is going to help you win games with Paolo Manchero. Now, you just saw Victor. Now, I guarantee these scouts are going to go back to the GMs and say, hey, we got to shed some shit because we're going to be competitive and we need to get as many ping pong balls to get this guy. I'm going to be real. Um,
1: so we you, we hit on some of the teams. Obviously, the Utah's, the the Indiana's, Oklahoma City's always gonna be in there. Houston, San Antonio, which I think is I think San Antonio's gonna be the hub. I think um I think San Antonio, man, if Pop might save for a couple more years if he lands with the one in Miami, man. Just Tim Duncan three point oh, damn, we forty already um that's how much
0: this shit was <laughs> i've been waiting to uh, talk about this shit
1: um but damn i lost my train of thought oh let me let me talk to hold on real quick hold on real quick um my 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 portland trailblazers let me get close to the camera real quick my portland trailblazers trade everything <laughs> Trader <laughs> by I know you 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 revamped and, and we got Simons and, and and we got Grant and we got Josh Hart cool everything I lose every
0: game if you get Victor with Dame What are we doing? Lose every game No wait a minute wait a minute you don't have your lose picnic lose every you game. don't have your you don't have your sure. You don't bulls have well, your pick. That's you don't think we can get a first round pick for for, no. for Josh Hart. Yeah, but you but hold on, you, you get that team's pick. You don't. You're not. You're not. You, you don't have a pick. You're, you're out of that We six. we can we can get a pick. Yeah, but you're not. Yeah, but you're getting that team's pick perspective. So if you trade okay. Josh Hart, you trade him to a contender. He's gonna make the playoffs. Uh, okay, we'll we'll trade. We'll we'll, fi, we'll figure out a way to
1: get a pick in this year's draft. But that but, doesn't mean you're not getting a lottery pick. Bro, bro, shut the fuck up.
0: I lose every game. The Bulls have your pick next year. Get in.
1: Get in the discussion. Make what was
0: that? What was that trade? How did the Bulls even
1: have you pick? I don't even remember that trade. I don't remember it. And I don't care. Make it happen. Do it for Dame. Ran over. That wasn't even a ran. That was my plea. Plea over. All right. Uh yeah. So we went <laughs> we went longer than I expected on that topic. So uh Real, this is this is this is your time to shine. So uh Diddy went on the Breakfast Club. He was wolfing. Uh, he was talking about him and it, uh, uh, the, you know, the, the May situation once again, because it's the situation that everybody likes to talk about. So go ahead and talk. I didn't see any of this. I don't know. Besides the last thing uh, that I saw, which was Mace said something a while ago, but I don't know anything about this. So tell no, me about it.
0: I just want, well, you know, like, yeah, did he want a breakfast club today? And he spoke about, you know, Charlemagne, they run through their whole ultimate It's like a catch up or whatever happened. And he brought up, you know, the Mace situation, how Mace dissed them or whatever. My, uh, and this is what I just think about the situation. It's just that Mace has tried to be a scam artist his whole fucking career. And this is the one time where I'm with Puff, where I'm just like, Mace, you better get your ass on that stage, start putting out some albums, some, and, and, and you better start kissing Puff ass. And, and this is where I'm at with it. Mace, your flow was mid. Uh, and, 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 and I'm just going, and we never really liked you to begin with. It was Puff that really brought the attention, bro. Like, let's just keep it two bucks. Pup paid you that bread to get a second album out of you. You tried to scam everybody with this whole Pastor Ponzi scheme and realized you wasn't going to make no money off of it and then decided to come back to the rap game. You know, and I can't front. I like to breathe, stretch, shake, let it go. I'm not going to front. The shit was, the shit, the shit was, was, was. Brief, stretch shake, let it go. Let me know you can still make music, but we all know that Diddy made your career and, and, and that you pretty much owe Diddy a firstborn at this point and, and, and just apologize to Diddy. We can maybe y'all get together. You can be on this new Diddy album. Maybe we need like I said, Mace, your best fucking verses came on the remixes. Who invented the remix? P Diddy. You wouldn't even have a fucking career.
1: Uh, um, of Forever trailer. Um, Rel, did you see it? Yeah. <laughs> um, What'd you think of the final trailer for the Wakanda Forever trailer, man?
0: I'm just trying to hold off all, like, full reservations. I'm kind of mad that they kind of tipped the hand. Yes. I, even, though, even though I'm... I appreciate... I mean, I... I, I, I kind of... I, I knew, but, you know, I kind of want to admit, like, you know, it's like when you... Read up on wrestling, it's like I know there's a motherfucker coming back, but still, I'm, I still want to be shot. So, I mean, I follow
1: him on Instagram. Why are you getting in shape all of a sudden?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? So, and I don't know, I, I'm really still I'm still excited for this movie. Um, Angela Bassett is one of my favorite actresses. Um, I'm happy she getting a big role. That if
1: no, obviously, there's no positive in Chadwick Boseman's passing. But if we can look at something that has been better, the, and that Disney and Marvel should have done a better job of this in the beginning of when they was writing the story, was give Angela Bassett a bigger role, and they, mm-hmm. and
0: because of that, they have continued. And you know, I like the the inclusion of Ironheart; she's gonna be a, a big part of this as well. So overall, I'm just, I'm really excited for it. Um, I got my, I, I can't wait for the ducats. I, I just feel like this is gonna be an experience. We, we got tickets already. Yeah, yeah, got your tickets. Yeah, I'm I'm I am i am i am going to the sunset. Soon as it
1: was available. available, available. Yeah. Boom. I got
0: I got Purchase my little none. I got my little card over at the sunset. So I'll be I already got my shit for the sunset. But yeah, um yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's gonna be in this minute, I'll have my drink, go have my tissue, go have my little pen that you look and relax. And I'm gonna enjoy that movie, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cry and I'm gonna sing and I'm gonna dance and I want us in there and I want us in there deep. I want us in there. The I, culture I, needs to be I in know, there. I agree with that. So uh I went to see
1: the first uh uh of Wakanda movie for three times. I think I went to see it three times. Black Panther? Two, Black Panther. I think I went to see it three times in theaters. Um I mean you see Dark Knight. I think I went to see that four times in theaters. Um <laughs> Uh and I saw the uh the one where it showed Batman <laughs> begins and then dark night after
0: uh, really you saw that shit too
1: yeah we was in the movie theater for like fucking, fucking six, like six hours it was stupid um but i i, I echo everything uh rail said this is i'm excited for this movie i've been waiting for this movie for the longest um i've just i am kind of upset that they kind of tipped their hand uh i i, I thought it would be really cool and mm-hmm. Uh, kept. I wish they would have kept the suspense in about who's gonna be. I mean, again, all signs point to uh, Shiri being uh, taking that role and taking that mantle. But I, I think it would have been a lot better if they would have just kept it on on the DL until the movie came out. Kind of like how, speaking of Dark Knight uh how dark knight did let it i mean we knew the two face was gonna be in the movie we knew harvey dent was in the movie right for for for, for dark knight but we didn't yeah. know two faces was, was gonna mean that's true we knew harvey dent was in the movie we so we saw the actor i forget his name was was harvey dent was gonna be in the movie but we didn't know two face was gonna be in and, the movie. and that's that part the thing though they
0: they could have really soaked this movie without ever putting the panther on yes easily
1: we were gonna you go know. we were gonna go anyway um but maybe again maybe they they decided to to drop this because they do got a big surprise. I mean there there's been rumors of, you know, some uh really handsome uh guy that plays uh, a a a boxer uh, often uh in movies um you know who uh recently was with a, a certain Harvey uh, a while ago in this movie. There's been rumors there's there's been rumors about a, a certain person being in this movie. So We'll see, man, Um, can't wait to watch it. Uh, And I I plan on seeing it multiple times when it does drop. Um, Was that everything or I think that was everything. You ready for millennial thoughts, Raoul? Yeah, go ahead. I knew he was gonna give it to me first. Uh, real quick before we do millennial thoughts, uh, I think I just want to remind people, please don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. Uh it helps the pod go a long, long way. Subscribe on YouTube, help us reach our goal of hundred uh subscriptions in whatever podcasting platform lists to us on, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google Play, um, any of the other ones that we're on, uh, please, please. Don't forget to leave a comment review over there, too, because, again, I stressed it, I can't stress this stuff. it helps the pod go a long way. All right. So I don't think I've explained this enough. So Millennial Thoughts is basically uh, parting shots that we we give at the end of the pod about stuff that's going on in, you know, tech, sports, whatever kind of we thinking about. So that's why it's called Millennial Thoughts. So for me, this one's going to be real simple, real easy. I'm just going to be in and out like a robbery. Um, it's time for me to just... Uh, just i've been holding off on this one so instagram uh i'm 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 getting sick of it i'm not even gonna lie to you i'm getting sick of it um so a couple months ago obviously and, and you you guys can attest and i'm sure any everybody will agree with this um we've been seeing more ads on instagram and obviously you know they've done this on facebook they've done this on meta uh, has done this a lot, um, to where obviously you, you see ads when you're scrolling on your, on your, uh, on through your stories, but I feel like now it's been even more prevalent because as I go through one story, finish with that person, add, I'll go through another story of somebody I follow, finish that story, add, go through another story of somebody I follow. Ad that shit needs to stop y'all need to find a way to break that shit up because it's just there's no and I know what you guys are doing obviously it's it's algorithm money thing I get it, believe me. Uh I think even at one point uh, our podcast was promoted on one of these things as somebody reached out and told us that so like shout out to the people that actually found us via those ads I get it, I think it's great but. I feel like it's oversaturated. I feel like you guys do it too much. I think it needs to be spread out more. Um, also, when you're going, just scrolling through people's posts and you're scrolling through posts, uh, one person's post, add, same thing. Sc- scroll through somebody else's post, add somebody that you might wanna follow, some celebrity that they think matches your algorithm. Um, and then in your notifications, telling you people that you should follow. Or people that you might follow via Facebook or some other site, and now what I've heard that's going to be dropping soon is I don't really fuck with my discovery page only to prove people that my discovery page is not just filled with uh, Instagram hotties because you, you'll be proved wrong because it's not. Um, they, uh, they're they're announcing that they're going to start doing ads. <laughs> they're going to start doing ads in your discovery page. So they, they're they getting crazy with these ads, man. And I just, you know, again, I understand it's big business. Uh, and I think this was because uh, I think last month was the first quarter they, they, they reported their quarter numbers and it was the first time Meta, Facebook, Instagram, their quarter numbers were down as far as revenue. So, you know, um, I think what made Instagram to me, Arguably the best I don't use TikTok, so I'm just speaking from, from the Instagram and Twitter perspective. And I barely use Facebook. Um will make Instant Instagram the superior site is because there weren't a lot of ads. And even when y'all did ads, I felt like it was done tastefully. And now I feel like that's been taken away because I feel like you guys are oversaturated. And I just wish you guys would not oversaturate it because it's it's becoming overwhelming and it's becoming too much and it's becoming a lot more noticeable. I think what, made, what makes it a good social media site, because again, we understand y'all gotta get paid, y'all gotta get y'all money, It's just like, just chill with the ads. Like one thing that would drive me crazy is if I go to a, and and you know, I I, I purchase, I'm into streetwear, I purchase clothes and stuff all the time, right? Vs websites. One of the things that will turn me off almost automatically is if I go to a website and the first thing that pops up is A, the stupid little cookies thing, which is just, again, I get it. You guys want to track everything, all my likes, and 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 figure out what what I'm into, and and follow everything. I get, it. I get it. I turn that shit is automatically turned off, so I don't never use cookies. But then you guys pop up with a little bar thing to tell me to subscribe to your newsletter and shit. And it's just it's just so you guys could add me out. And again, I get it. I get the game. I just it's it's too much. It's overwhelming. I get it. I just want less of it. That's all I'm saying. So that's my million thoughts. And there's 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 got to be a, a better tastefully
0: way to get it done. That's all I'm saying. All right. So my millennial thought today is going to be a different one. It's going to be addressing a comment, and and, and not really. I'm just going to you know kind of it, it, not really address it. I'm going to just elaborate on something. And this was a comment on one of our posts. You can check it out for yourself. I'm not gonna really give the person's Instagram, Instagram name on if they want that, but I'm gonna just give what they said. You can go under our page; you can find it possibly. It said, "From okay, I have a question from what I said last week. Um, from what Javon was saying on the podcast, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, uh, on the Taylor Swift and Beyonce award, why does Taylor Swift need to apologize for winning the award? Wasn't it the people who voted for? Her? I'm not knocking Beyonce." Both women are very talented, but in reality, you're not gonna win every win every award ceremony. Cool, noted. And this is my only rebuttal to that. It's not really. Just let me explain why I feel like Taylor Swift needs to um, needs to apologize for the Beyonce's war. I appreciate you listening, first of all. So you know, any 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 you know interaction, I definitely appreciate, but. What I would say is that MTV is a renowned, uh, I, I like to call MTV the most thoughtful vulture because they've played with our fucking music for so fucking long. The 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 award wasn't, it wasn't a fan voting award. It was voted on by MTV staff, whatever. It was just how they, it was the best female award. So it wasn't like a fan's choice award or a VMAs. Is voted on by whoever runs MTV at the time. Now, let me say, let me get to the most thoughtful vulture MTV. MTV refused to play Off the Wall, Michael Jackson, and around 1981, um, they had they really struggled to have any black artists on there at the time. I think it, I'm reading something. I, I'm doing some research. They said around 1981, the only video that was on on um, MTV in 1981 was uh, by Janet Jackson. And MTV has known to play with the culture. They wouldn't play Mike, you know, until later on. And then they want to become inclusive. And then, you know, then they want to stop becoming inclusive. And then back in 2014, they had to uh, they had to launch a whole fucking web uh, investigation about investigation on how MTV can come more inclusive. MTV has always been the biggest person that plays with our fucking music because as as a kid I was watching these TRL videos and all I keep seeing is Backstreet Boys, but Hot and Her never beat Backstreet Boys. You know what I'm saying? And you can't tell me that that didn't happen. So it, it, MTV, the most thoughtful vulture. I mean, they like it. It took so much. Begging for them to play the song by Billy Jean, and these these people like they pass it down. It wasn't like a mass overhaul. It's just a pass down the work. These are the same people who ran it in. They were in the same positions to run it twenty years later, and they had progressive thinking. My thing is about people who think progressively. If you thought like that at one point, some of those still stupid ass traits that didn't play want to play Billy Jean in nineteen eighty two when we had to beg you, but you would play Aerosmith. And this is why I say MTV is just the most thoughtful vulture. So being that said, and Taylor Swift should have did her history on it. And then being that she should have watched a single ladies' videos like we all did. And it was one of the greatest videos of all time. The first thing she should have did was say, hey, Beyonce, I do not deserve this for this video. Here you go. MTV, they play with y'all fucking music too much. And that's my millennial thoughts.
1: um well 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 said um what you said um all right so great pod, man uh thank you thank you thank you for all our new and uh last time listeners uh from our ogs we appreciate you guys um thank you shout out to Dustin. shout out to gab who was also at the game with us i forgot to give him a shout out with us um, shout out to Dustin for going back tomorrow to watch round two of Scoot versus uh Victor Wimayama. Vic Victor Wimiyama, They play at 12, and then are gonna be at the 9-5 tomorrow. Um But yeah, man, uh this was a great episode, man. Uh the Lakers look like they're about to lose to the Phoenix Suns in the preseason game. Uh but yeah, great episode, guys. Uh, for real, for space, I'm Kev. This is where those minnows and uh we're out.